Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show. But before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcast, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning, best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcasts for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. You're listening to the Think Unbroken podcast, and I'm your host, Michael Unbroken. I'm an author, speaker, coach, and advocate for adult survivors of childhood trauma and abuse. In this podcast, you will learn how to transform your trauma into triumph, turn breakdowns 
into breakthroughs and go from victim to being the hero of your own story. You can learn more at thinkunbrokenpodcast.com. And of course, check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Think Unbroken Podcast. Contempt is often the gateway to divorce, to valued relationships, to all of those things. And I remember like, as I started shifting in my own life to get to this place of really just a tremendous amount of self-compassion in that I realized like, wait a second, I don't want to be afraid. I was going to say, I don't want to be feared. I don't want to be afraid of having everything, having a great relationship, having great friendships, having all of this stuff. And it really came down to just sitting down and going, what do I want? And, and at the beginning, you talked about manifestation. And I, I think that it's such a buzzword right now that people don't understand even how to do it. They're just like, I'm manifesting all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah but wait a second. You're probably missing the boat here somewhere. So I'd love for you to kind of just break down, like, what does manifesting actually mean, especially in terms of love? Yeah. So there are steps. And I mean, each chapter of my book is essentially a different step. And by the way, even though it's called manifesting, you can use these, these tricks, these tools, these nuggets of wisdom, and you can apply it to everything in life. So the first step we've already gone over is loving yourself. You have to love yourself because our outside, our outside experiences are a reflection of our inner reality. So we already went over that. You need to love yourself so you're actually showing up as your authentic self to manifest that aligned match. It's about attracting. And this is the law of attraction buzzword also, however, very real, literally very real. You were just saying before, you feel like sometimes things are even, like you said, eerie. I would say like crazy. It's crazy. Like, um... I don't know. Things are happening to me all the time. I, I was randomly thinking about this guy the other day and then I, I got a, or I was telling my husband a story about this random man that had sent me a message on Facebook. And then I had written to my friend who I was asking if he's related to this guy because this guy was a little creepy. Anyhow, I was just telling my husband that story. And as I'm telling him, I receive a message on Facebook from my friend who I'd sent a message to, but I'd sent him a message, I don't know, days earlier and hadn't thought about it. And like in that moment. So this is an example of, of how we're constantly, like when you're in this zone, you're just connected. So you want, that's the point, that's the point. You want to be connected to yourself so you can be connected to the universe, which I'll get more into that in my book. Trust me, it makes sense. So want to be connected to yourself, love yourself so you can manifest that which is aligned with you. You need to, once again, trust. Trust yourself. You need to cultivate this intuition. Be in your integrity always. It is the most powerful, wonderful feeling to just trust yourself on your manifesting journey. You don't need to ask a million people. Trust yourself. Get really, get really connected with yourself. Along those lines, something that I tell my clients to do is before you go to sleep at night, Make a list of about 10 I am statements. I am smart. I am worthy. Whatever you say. I am beautiful inside and out. And you say those right before you go to sleep. And that, that starts to help the process of getting connected with yourself. I do have a free gift, which is seven days of manifesting love, affirmations and manifestations. I mean, and um, exercises, which that is one of the exercises. Um, so I can share the link with you. Um, so that anyhow... To wrap this up, and I don't want to give everything away, but a few other aspects of manifesting are 
you need to believe that it's going to happen. Like literally, you have to believe it's going to happen or it's not going to happen. Visualize living as if it's already happening. I tell my clients to undo both sides of the bed at night. The universe needs to know that there's room to even bring this person in. Okay. When you set a place setting for dinner, I don't know if anybody actually does that, or you pour a glass of wine or pour some, you're eating dinner, put a plate, put a plate and some silverware for, for your lovely guest with you. And also have the men start to have the mentality of you are in a couple and what it would feel like. And once again, I have exercises and tools for this. And the cool thing about visualization is that our brain doesn't know the difference between something actually happening and it not happening. So the more that we actually live as if it's happening, the more easily it will come into our life. And that's also why it's important not to live in the past because if you're living in that mentality of the past, you're not healing. You mentioned the yeah. word confidence a few times. What does that actually mean? Yeah, that great. It's a word that's so interesting. <clears throat> My mom will always say you have so much. You've always had so much confidence. Um, I I know that de there's a definition of confidence in you know the dictionary that y'all can look up. But for me, it's a belief because I, and maybe courage is a better word because I feel like I'm scared a lot of the time when I'm doing something. I feel very nervous. Um, because I'm excited about it and I want it to go a certain way. Um, I also don't know how it's going to go, right? We all, you and I, you've been in business a long time. You have an idea of how things are going to go and then tech can happen or something, get, like something can happen. So, but for me, it's a, a belief in what I'm doing and how I'm creating things that solve people's problems. And I know if you're listening to this, like, how does Pilates solve the world's problems? Um, because I think a lot of people don't know who they are and they can't, they don't spend time with themselves. And they, when they do, they're shaming themselves and they're talking negatively themselves. So to me, confidence is, a, is it's a belief in myself in that even if I screw it up, even if I do it wrong, it's going to be okay because I'm going to just show up again tomorrow and I'm going to learn from it. So it's less, it's less that dictionary word of like, I'm so good at something. I've done it so much. I'm so confident in it. I'm nervous all the time. Um, my husband was recording an event that I had to teach at and there was 85 people in the room, which doesn't sound like a lot if you teach ten, ten, talk to 10,000, but I had 85 people I was teaching in one room. And that at the time was years ago, I'd never taught 85 people in a room. And in the front row was a bunch of people who've never done Pilates before that flew out. A company flew them out to take my class. There's also like other famous Pilates instructors who took the time to take my class. And then there's all these other people. And I looked at my husband and I said, oh my God, I'm so nervous right now. And he said, how is this any different than what you're already doing? And there was that moment that I realized that, you know, I think a lot of us get nervous and scared. We doing a thing we already had confidence in doing. So for me, I just really try to focus on believing in what I'm doing and just doing the things that I know I can, I believe in, I believe I can do. And, um, and then, and the confidence and the courage and all of that comes. hundred percent. I, a thought comes to mind and I'll butcher this. So I apologize, but I was listening to Kobe Bryant do, um, uh, an interview and he was asked about being nervous, taking game winning shots. And he said, I'm never nervous taking game winning shots. Cause I've already practiced it a thousand times in the gym. And I think that's such a relatable concept 
people ask me all the time before I get on the stage, even last week in New York City, they were like, are you nervous? I'm like, no. And the response that people get is sh give me a shocking because they're like, wow, you're so confident. I'm like, yeah, but you weren't there when there were two people, four people, the mirror, me practicing in this in my head 10,000 times. And and that's the truth about it. I, I'm, I'm in full agreement with you. If you're not willing to go through the suffering of the doing it at repetition to create proficiency, you'll never be able to do it when it's on the line. You know, you see all the time in real life scenarios, those who are unprepared because they're going to fail. And I would rather fail in practice than fail during game time. You know, Iverson's thing about practice, practice, practice. We're talking about practice. It's just practice. Like that's so important because it is the practice in which you gain the tools to be proficient and yeah. build the confidence to show up when it's time to execute. And it's like, honestly, like practicing sucks. Like it's boring. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to, because people ask this, it's a great question. People ask, how are you so confident when you do video? Right? Like, because now everyone has to do video. Like you all, everyone, you all have to learn how to look at the dot on the screen, not person's eyes, like all the things. Like how did, but how did you do that? Because I've been teaching online for years. I've been teaching on before people got on Zoom. And I said, you know what's really funny? I took a random commercial acting class and they make you, they make you practice looking at a post-it note while you make your bed and you are like selling an Amex while you're making your bed. And so I practiced talking to post-it notes in my house, doing this thing. And it ended up happening that when a very famous company brought me on to teach a Pilates class, they're like, wow, you're a natural. No, not a natural. I've been practicing talking to a post-it note while swiffering my floors, <laughs> you know, these things. And so um, I, I think people, they look at other people doing stuff and they think that it was so easy for them. They don't see the practice. They don't see like the Kobe Bryant practicing game-winning shots in practice, right? They don't see you, the twos and the fours. And when they see us, they see, oh, where we've come, where we're at now, not where we came from. And I challenge anyone listening that's like going, oh gosh, it's so easy for them. Whenever you say that to yourself, I want you to picture them actually starting with two people and four people because that's what they did. No, no one is starting off with 10,000. And by the way, you don't want to. You don't want your first speech to be in front of 10,000 people. I promise. <laughs> you Very talked true. about in your own journey, this, this aspect of recognizing a decade in that it wasn't until you started doing this inner child work that you started to create the space to be able to move into something healthy and safe and secure. What's the correlation there? With uh, inner child healing? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, gosh. I have a lot of thoughts on this topic. You know, some people find it kind of strange coming from me. So I'm originally, a, I'm a registered psychotherapist, eventually became a coach. And I have honestly found in a lot of my own training as a mental health practitioner, there's been so much emphasis on the CBD, uh, CBT, not CBD, sorry. <laughs> Though I love that as well, CBT. Um, and these eight week programs and these, you know, two week, two session programs. I've done it all, Michael. And nothing has hit me the way it did in those innermost deep, deeper layers as looking at attachment and inner child work. That's just been my honest uh, experience. You know, I would go to certain sessions and they would say, oh, you just have anxiety. 
right? Let's just, let's give you this medication to treat, to treat your anxiety. Then you'll be fine in relationships. And in other, other types of modalities, I would go to, uh, you know, dating gurus and learn about how to dress properly on dates, right? Like that was the problem that I wasn't wearing a dress. And that was the reason why I was attracting the wrong people, right? And everything was just so surface layer. You know, this was why I was so drawn to your work as well, Michael, because you really get it that it has everything to do with the way we are wired and we are wired in our childhood. You know, it's crazy that I, I What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I didn't even learn about that in my therapy school, but um, when I first went, went to my first inner child coach, um, it was actually a guy, believe it or not. And we actually had nothing in common. He was like um, a 40 something white, uh, you know, man. He was like a, a skateboard champion and, you know, like in Canada, so random. We had nothing in common other than the fact that he had a very messed up childhood and he was now in a happy relationship. I, I saw those two things, put it together. I thought that's where I was. You're where I want to be. Like, let's work together. And he helped me look at the way that my parents raised me to be and how I literally took that blueprint and just extrapolated that onto all of these people I was dating. 
And it was like, oh my God, it was like breakthrough after breakthrough of seeing all these connections, but also things that I could actually do differently by reparenting myself, giving myself the needs that weren't met in me as a kid and not looking towards other people to fill that cup for me. But it was almost like unlocking the superpower, like, oh, wow, I can actually fill my own cup. It was like tapping into this inner reservoir that I didn't even know was there. Um, and I just ended up feeling so abundant and so full. And, you know, when I parted ways with my coach two years later, I just felt like a totally different person. And I, I don't think I would have been able to get there if I hadn't gone into those deeper layers of the inner child work. Yeah. And, and, and it's a scary place, right? And I, I think people don't understand how much you will discover about yourself. And I mean, ultimately when I wrote my second book, eight steps to healing your inner child, mm. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. It's pretty foundationally straightforward book. It's not, it's not as in depth as some of the other things I've written, but it's just like, if you're willing to look at these things, like just nakedly, unabashedly, honestly, mm. you're going to find some out about yourself, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And you're going to end up in this place where you're like, like, this is, this is who I am. Not necessarily only because of my, my wiring, my programming, you know, sometimes it's grooming and enmeshment, but also it's the choices that you're making. It's the decisions that you make. And, and unfortunately there's a reconciliation that you're going to have to have with the truth of who you are and understanding radical responsibility in terms of mm -hmm. making better decisions. And, and I think one of the difficult things for me was there's a space in which you have to evaluate the value that you have and what you are worth. And there's right. a conversation about worthiness here. And I, I like, I, I kind of attribute this to the same as being an entrepreneur or a business owner, or even just working in a career, like getting paid what you're worth. You know, there are people who just undervalue themselves so drastically. Mm. And I'm like, that get what you're worth in relationships and career in life, everything, because you can, and you deserve it. But like, I can't force feed that to you, but right. you have to be able to create that in yourself and more. So you have to be able to, and this is my thought about it, continuously do incredibly uncomfortable things to build the confidence to own that. How much of that feels true in this journey for you? Oh my gosh. A hundred percent. Right. It's almost like with the fitness coaching, I can't do your pushups for you. You know, you have to, you really do have to be at a point where you are ready to face the music because as beautiful as this healing journey is, it can be quite painful. I don't think we can sugarcoat it and say, oh, it's all just going to be, you know, rainbows and fairies and butterflies, but it really is the shadow work, right? Where you are taking the most honest, good, hard look at yourself and the parts of you that feel really icky and shameful and uncomfortable. And it's, you know, bringing all of that out on the table and, and, and looking at it and being okay with it takes a lot of courage for sure. And it can take some pe people a little bit of time before they're ready to get to that place, but only you can truly acknowledge when you are ready, right? There's never going to be an external time where all the lights are, gre are green at the same time. Um, but I believe that readiness is an internal process and it's an internal choice that you are going to make this happen, not 
dictated by everything around you. So I, I fully believe it. that. We have yeah, the opportunity, right. even though we go through these very terrible emotional, physical ailments, right? Because I, I would argue that the illness is more emotional than it is physical at times, debilitating, painful, you know, things of this nature. What was really the precursor and the catalyst for you deciding to take back your life by learning, by getting educated, by trying literally what it sounds like everything? What was that like for you? I think that stems back to a core belief that I developed in childhood that I am strong and I need to advocate for myself. And I know a lot of times we hear about core beliefs and a lot of times they can be negative core beliefs, right? I am not enough. I, I don't deserve healing. All of these things that we can kind of be stuck with. And of course, I have my fair share of those that I've had to learn and address over the years. But this was a core belief that really helped me and guided me throughout the process. So I remember, you know, during some of my deepest, darkest moments, uh, you know, a point where if, if you've had Lyme disease or you've had like a parasitic infection, they can be similar in, in the fact that you can have hallucinations. And I was having one. And if you've ever experienced a hallucination, you just, it's like, you're not yourself. You're somebody totally different and it's horrifying. And <laughs> I remember experiencing that. I'd never experienced anything like it. And I was lying on the ground and I was crying and I was like, I just want to die. Like, this is horrible. I'm not myself, you know, and looking back, I'm like, okay, that was my nervous system. That was like my limbic system in overdrive, the emotional uh, feeling reacting brain, just firing and firing and firing, surviving. Right. And I was like, I don't think I can survive this. And I remember having a moment where I thought, this can't be it. <laughs> this can't be all that there is. And I think that core belief of I am strong and I am my advocate, it did shine through even in that moment. Like that was probably the worst moment of despair. I just very, uh, very vividly remember lying on the ground and what that felt like. That shone through, even though I didn't feel it, even though I didn't really believe it. It was there. And then th the fact that I became aware of it made me realize in other situations when that core belief came out. So then I, I went to see a therapist who told me, oh, your story is the worst story. This was an 80-year-old therapist. And she said, your story is the worst story I've ever heard just with your childhood trauma and um, dealing with this chronic disease. And I was sitting there and I was thinking, it can't be. <laughs> I was like, there's no way this is the worst story she's ever heard. I want to prove her wrong. I'm strong and I'm my advocate. And I would go see practitioners and they would say, oh, you know, just like you probably experienced, Michael, of, of going through POTS and E. coli and, and these types of conditions, you know, my practitioners, most of them that I saw would say something along the lines of, 
Well, you're just going to have to make yourself comfortable uh, and live with this for the rest of your life. And that core belief that was there was like, no, no, I am not. I'm going to prove you wrong. And that was my motivator for change, my catalyst for change of I want to prove these people wrong who supposedly they know best, right? No, I know best. I have healing properties within me. I believe in my body and I believe in my immune system. And luckily, that neural pathway in my brain related to strength and resilience was strong despite my circumstances, my internal environment, my body, my external environment, what was going on around me that neural pathway was still strong and that just strengthened and strengthened and strengthened. And when I read about neuroplasticity and I learned that we can retrain our brains to basically communicate a signal of resilience, a signal of health through accessing our natural resilience, which is our parasympathetic rest and digest or growth and repair response, and when we operate from that response more often than not, and our autonomic nervous system responses are balanced, that fight flight response, that freeze response, that fawn response, that um, growth and repair response, when we can kind of easily bounce back between all of those responses, that's when we start to feel better. Blood flow gets sent to our GI tract to digest food, you know, we actually communicate through our cells and through our genetic expression, a new way of being. We actually can change the way our genes expressed through releasing feel good neurochemicals like dopamine when we laugh or oxytocin when we give somebody a hug or we give to somebody in need. So those are very you know, small tangible examples of how we can change our neurochemistry to help us to feel better and to even shift our health and put focus on, on our immune systems. And so when I read about this, I had learned about it in PA school, a, a very kind of small snippet of what I know now, but it was so empowering to me. And at that point, after dealing with this condition for a year, I was like, I need something empowering. I have outsourced so much of my, my ability to heal on external resources, right? Other practitioners, other people, other things, supplements even, other tools that may help a little bit and may have got me, gotten me to a place where I could use these neuroplastic tools but I was so tired of outsourcing my healing. I wanted at that point to tap into my natural resilience. And to me, learning about brain retraining was really empowering because it followed that same trajectory of one of my favorite neural pathways, one of my favorite core beliefs of I am strong and I am my own advocate. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review, and you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at 
think unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.